This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Explorers, welcome back to the Starfield Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. Dave is, we'll call it, on assignment. He's not here right now. It's a busy week. Uh, we're getting close to the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S., and uh, things are things are a little busy. I also have come down with a cold recently, so if you hear it in my voice, I apologize. I didn't want to leave you hanging without an episode this week, so here's what I'm going to do. Instead of tackling a lore topic like we've been doing recently and having Dave here to kind of, you know, banter back and forth about it, I figured it would be a really cool thing to take a look at what they are putting in the next patch for the game, because it has taken them a few months. They have not been dribbling out patches. Some games will put out patches after launch, like the next week and then the week after that or a few days later, that kind of thing. The team at Bethesda has taken a different tactic when it comes to Starfield. They're putting out a large patch with a lot of changes and updates to the game and waiting to make sure that it is 100% ready because it is currently up on beta and it has been for like the last two weeks on Steam for people to test it out, but it's not officially rolled out yet. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to take a look at all the different details and the things that are coming to Starfield, the things that they will be changing. And of course, it is not a perfect game. No game is perfect at launch, but let's take a look at some of the exciting things that are coming. And this might be a shorter episode. I'm, I apologize for that, but I, I just wanted to at least get something out for you all to tune into and to be excited about some of the things coming to Starfield. So let's dig into this. There is a post on the Bethesda website from, let's see, this is the 8th, it's the 16th now, so just over a week ago. And we're gonna go through the details piece by piece and I'm gonna give you my thoughts on each of these things. Here's what it says. 
update highlights. This is these are currently the things that are going on in the beta so that people can test them out. And this is the big news. DLSS support. And I remember just a few months ago before launch when so many people were super, I don't know, miffed. Is that the right word that they were like, this is launching without DLSS? What the heck? Why would you even do that? So many people on PC use DLSS now. And what is DLSS? Just in case you don't know, it is something that your NVIDIA graphics cards can do in order to increase the frame rate. Along with some other things, here's what it says. This update introduces NVIDIA DLSS support for our PC players. Compatible NVIDIA graphics cards can now use DLSS super resolution, deep learning anti-aliasing, NVIDIA reflex low latency, and DLSS frame generation. Please note, while DSS frame, frame generation is active, vSync needs to be toggled off. This is basically some typical stuff if you are a PC gamer and you know how to use this. You've used this in other games before. But this is a big deal because what this means is that if your system has been struggling with frame rate, turning on DLSS, if you have one of the NVIDIA cards that they've released over like the last two-ish generations, you will see a significant jump an extra frames per second, you will have uh, a different quality of anti-aliasing, which means the edges won't be as uh, jagged. And then you also have this low latency mode that you can enable. And if you have one of the 4000 series cards that came out just over, what was it, the last year and a half or so, you get frame generation, which means you could even double your frame rate. There are some caveats to that. Frame generation doesn't mean it, the game becomes more responsive as, as it does when the frame rate normally increases. It just means that it appears more fluid because what the graphics cards are actually doing are inventing extra frames between the frames that are already rendered. It's a crazy technology. It's totally worth checking out if you're not familiar with this. Look up some videos about what it does. But the news here is good because people who have spent the money for fancy graphics cards that do these sort of things will get the benefits in the game. So that's really cool. The next part says, let them eat. By popular request, we have added the ability to ingest food and drink items upon finding them in the environment. You can enjoy these chunks immediately or save them for later. The choice is yours. This is an update very similar to something they added to Fallout 76, where when you are looking around an environment and you see food on a table, you don't have to pick it up, open your inventory, click it, and then eat it. If you're hungry, if your health is low, and you see something on the table that'll restore some of your health, you can just eat it. You can just hit the button to eat it right there. No surfing your inventory in order to solve that. So that's actually a huge quality of life improvement. Improvement's the word. Man, words are hard, especially when you have a cold. Um, all right, other fixes and improvements. Performance and stability. I know some people, although this is one of the most... Uh, or I guess least crashy games. Some people still get crashes and the game's still not 100% optimized. So here's what they're doing for that. First, addresses a number of memory related issues and leaks. So memory leaks and things being fixed, PC only, add some GPU performance optimizations, which are more impactful on higher end cards. I have a feeling that's beyond just the DLSS stuff. Also, PC improvement, uh, to improve render thread model, improving CPU usage, most notably on higher end systems. This means that when you have a CPU, like modern CPUs have multiple threads that they can run at, at, at the same time, eight threads, 12 threads, whatever. 
if a game is not optimized for those types of CPUs, then they're only going to use, say, one or two or four threads, leaving the rest of the CPU just sitting there waiting to do something. This means that you're not optimized so far for the entire CPU to run the game, which means you're losing out on frames and performance in the game. This is a good thing because CPUs, the the higher end CPUs have more thread counts. If you divide up the processing across all the threads, theoretically, you get a higher frame rate. So that's awesome, too. And then some other various stability and performance improvements. The gameplay updates include added the ability to eat food placed in the world, which we mentioned before, adjusted stealth to be a bit more forgiving. I have to wonder here if this means if you use stealth and are wearing a spacesuit, does that not create a problem like it did before? Basically, stealth doesn't really work if you keep your spacesuit on. Fixed an issue with and where Andreja's head would stay permanently cloaked. This has happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to some of you. You turn around and you just happen to be sneaking through place and then you're standing up walking around and all of a sudden it's just a body with a cloaked head. Yeah, pretty weird. Uh, fixed an issue that could prevent players from firing their weapons. Yeah, that's a problem. Fixed an issue where some NPCs could be seen not wearing clothes. That's exciting. I guess that's not going to happen anymore. Fixed an issue where already in-progress skill challenges could stop progressing after reaching the Unity and starting a new game. Now, that sounds like a kind of a deal breaker there. Things, you know, go through the Unity, you're not expecting certain things to change and something should continue progressing. Uh, fixed an issue that could temporarily prevent opening the inventory or saving after entering, entering the Unity, also another problem. Uh, PC, fixed an issue where mouse movement could be choppy. I haven't come across that. I'm a mouse and keyboard PC user myself. I haven't had that issue, but if some people are, then you'll be happy to know that that's fixed. Fixed a rare issue that could cause the home ship to be lost. (laughs) That's no good. Uh, Fixed an issue where the ship services technician might be missing. Both of these major problems. You fly into port, you get off the ship, you go looking for the ship technician, nowhere to be found. And you're like, man, I, I got to repair the ship or I want to buy some new modules or whatever. And then you turn around and your ship's just gone. And I, I don't know specifically where the sh- home ship would be lost, but I'm imagining you're probably thinking the ship's going to be there and it just isn't. All right. Let's talk about some graphics updates. Addresses an issue with how ambient occlusion appeared in ultra wide resolutions. I also am an ultra wide gamer. I have an ultra wide screen, which is nice because you get more uh, visuals on the sides. Uh, Ambient occlusion is a synthetic way of making things look like the light is working the way it's supposed to when things when two objects get close together. So, for example, if you look at the corners of a room where the, the wall and the ground meet, that line that's the the kind of the 90 degree angle of the corner because of the way light refracts and bounces bounces off stuff less light will hit deeper into that corner so you have to occlude some of the light that would be there basically you're putting shadows where shadows would naturally exist but due to objects being close to each other. It's a subtle effect that makes things feel more grounded and real. So that's cool. I didn't realize that that was an issue with ultra wide resolutions. I'll have to look at some before and after footage on that one. Next one, optimized initial shader compilation that occurs on startup. That's nice because sometimes when you get a a startup and it's like, oh, got to optimize the shaders again, that can take a little while. Added the ability to adjust brightness and contrast in the display setting menu. That's also nice. 
added the ability to adjust HDR brightness, provided that the system supports it. So this is Xbox and Windows 11. If you have an HDR monitor or TV that you're playing on, then that's great as well, because sometimes those settings get a little bit weird. Sometimes things get blown out or things are just too dark because of, you know, the HDR not quite being adjusted right. Addressed a number of materials that could sometimes present an unintended pattern under certain conditions. I don't know what that means, but it it sounds like they're trying to like maybe two patterns get together and it makes something that looks like phallic or something. And they're just trying to be like candid about that. I don't know. I'm not sure what that is. If you know what that is, send me a picture because maybe this is actually more interesting than it sounds. Fixed various visual issues related to the new FOV slider options. Field of view, that's FOV is field of view. This is how much you can see in the perimeter, like the the side to side when you're looking at your computer screen. FOVs are different for consoles than they are for PC games, often because your TV is further from you than your computer screen is. So having an FOV slider is very helpful for being able to adjust that and make that feel good. The problem is the wider you make that, the more things in the middle seem further ahead of you. You start to get this like fisheye lens quality. So I can imagine that that's a little bit tricky to dial in and make sure it looks absolutely perfect. But some updates on that. Improve the appearance of the eyes on crowd characters. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, when you come across the crowd characters and they just kind of look, I don't know, like zoned out or like zombies or whatever. That's good because the eyes are definitely something that could still be fixed in this engine. And then the last one for the graphics addressed a number of minor visual issues related to lighting, shadows, terrain and vegetation. So a bunch of other little issues. Now they've got some quest updates. If you've had some issues with quests, you probably want to hear some of these. All that money can buy fixed a rare issue where players couldn't sit during the negotiation with Musgrove weird uh, blast zone fixed an issue where the hard rocks that need to be cleared out by the players will not appear on in Tate's uh, land also weird echoes of the past fixed an issue where the Griloba queen could sometimes not be reached during the objective secure the shuttle bay most of these I'm not familiar with by name but some I'm sure if you've suffered some of these you might be like oh my god yes thank you so much for them glad they fixed it Eye of the Storm fixed an issue where players quest progression could potentially be blocked due to missing a docking prompt. I think I've had that happen. Grunt work addresses an issue where progress could appear blocked if Supra et Ultra was completed while returning to the lodge during high price to pay. Yeah, that would be a problem. No sudden moves fixed an issue that could prevent the entrance door to the scow ship from being opened again. Operation Starseed fixed an issue where the key is or key that is needed to exit the facility could sometimes not be present. Sabotage fixed an issue where David Boren could potentially not be found by players. <laughs> he just disappears. Shortsighted fixed an issue where players could rarely become control locked while speaking to Vladimir. <laughs> and the Heart of Mars fixed an issue where players might not be able to mine the Heart of Mars, which kind of defeats the name of the, <laughs> the quest. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
Now they do have another update that went out on the 10th, just a few days later, with some other minor improvements. And the list here is much shorter, but here, let's get through it real quick. Some other graphics improvement, improvements? I'm gonna leave that in, that's funny. Improvements include uh, <laughs> improved DLSS over uh, overall stability, fixed an issue with DLSS frame generation where occasionally it could blur things, um, fixed an issue with the frame generation where it could also ghost things, including characters, yeah, all of that big problem. Fixed an issue where some grain and sharpening could be observed in very dark areas with DLSS enabled. So it looks like they're still tuning that to make it actually work the way we would expect it to and not look worse. The UI gets an update as well. Fixed an issue where DLSS preset was defaulting from quality to performance or vice versa upon exiting the display settings. That's a pain in the butt. I don't know if you've had this happen in a game before where you update the settings and they don't stick. Yeah, that's super annoying. So glad that that'll be fixed. Fixed an issue where DLSS frame generation couldn't be turned on correctly unless DLSS is enabled. I guess that's weird. Uh, you should be able to just switch on and off the things that you want to switch on and off rather than have to go through subcategories, I'm guessing. Improved display settings to force VSync off when DLSS frame generation is turned on. This is one of the things you don't need VSync on with DLSS. It takes care of that for you. So VSync is where, uh, if you're not familiar, it's where the frame rate is matched in the game to the refresh rate of the monitor. So if you are over 30 frames per second in the game, it'll it'll cap it at 30 to match the frame rate of the monitor so you don't see any tearing where like multiple frames show up in between a refresh of the monitor. So it, it, the same thing will work if you're like over 60 frames. It'll look all of a sudden 60 frames per second once you get above that and then it stays consistent. DLSS, as I mentioned before, does a lot of things that improve the visuals and including one of the things of, you know, not needing VSync on because it kind of does that in its own way. Uh, and then also improved display settings uh, for DLSS. Man, saying DLSS a lot is tongue twisting. Uh, localization. So, you know, if you don't speak English, if because obviously the developers are in the United States, they speak English, so they then have to localize the language for all the different regions that the game is released in. Then there's one more gameplay update, fixed an issue where occasionally the camera could shake incorrectly during traveling, grab jumping, docking, or landing transitions. Like you're having an earthquake happen or something. Pretty weird. All right, so that's that's it. That, those are the updates, and I know that doesn't sound like a huge long list of stuff, but you can tell by the way that they've listed this out and the... Um, I guess the the attention to detail that they are being very careful about what they are rolling out so that it doesn't make the game worse. And I'm pretty sure that this is something they learned from Fallout 76, because some of those updates would revert things from previous updates or you would think something was fixed and then it really wasn't, even though it said it was fixed in the patch notes. So I have a feeling that the team is being more careful about how they roll things out and how they test them. And that's good news because that means in the long term, we're going to end up with a better, more optimized, more stable game. And that's what everybody wants. You don't want that stuff to get in the way of your enjoyment of flying around in the galaxy, going on these quests and, you know, doing exploring, doing whatever else you're doing in the, in the world. So there you go. 
those are the updates. And uh, I normally put the mid break in the middle of the show. But this week, we're going to do it at the end. Uh, thank you to everybody who supports the show. Thank you to all of our patrons and no new patrons this week to shout out. But if you do sign up, we will shout out your name on a future episode. And we still have our space lords, Commander Marcus Shepard and Worst Action Hero, who get shout outs every week. So thank you to you for your support. And I'm going to hold off on doing uh, any of the uh, review stuff and reading any of the other reviews and things until next week because Dave will be back and that'll be more fun with Dave. So I hope you have a wonderful holiday moving into Thanksgiving if you're celebrating, if you're in the U.S. or just another week if you're somewhere else. And uh, we'll be back with another episode next week. Actually, the very next week is after uh, Thanksgiving is the final week of the month. So we will have another patron chat on the 27th. So that'll be the next episode. And if you would like to join us, you can sign up over the next, say, two weeks ish in order to be part of the conversation and talk about stuff in Starfield. So feel free to do that. All the information that you need is at patreon.com slash Starfield Lorecast. Thank you for being here and a part of this community. And Stay safe out in the stars. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this show. Did you know that parodies are copyright protected? Tell a friend and review on iTunes or other services. Dave and Tom, excited for Starfield. Let's all speculate and wear no shoes. Hey, why aren't we wearing any shoes? Because shoes rhymes with iTunes, and that's the best I could think of. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.